Milwaukee, it is time for the most live 60 minutes in radio. Bringing you pop culture, sports, entertainment, and all the trending topics. Keeping it real and telling you like it is. This is nothing but the truth on the new 1017 The Truth. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is your host, Melanie Ricks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's number the truth. We in the booth. Up in here, we about to get loose. Then we too geek, uh-huh. too cool. Uh-huh. Put them out. I'm trying to see who's who. You got Melanie Ricks. Go follow Melanie Picks. Whatever Melanie wants. You know that Melanie gets. You got Ben Jimmy with the track blazer. If you let him tell it, it's amazing. From 12 to 1, that's a power hour. We gonna keep it 100 like a whole dollar. Paula Mabel, they can pop the cows. Cause Mabel kept it so really made a show about it. And that's the truth, baby. Oh. 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 Talk to me. 1017, 1017, 1017, 1017. We're that's what I'm talking about. If you do not know, it is your flag out, Jess Bree, filling in for Melanie Ricks, who is off on assignment right here in the American Family Insurance Studios, right here on 1017 The Truth, and we're talking nothing but the truth, baby! And you just heard being fire bars. That was the first time I actually heard it. What's up with you? You, you, you freestyling you know, like that. You you, you know, Bree, I'm out here just trying to make these platinum records. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make some platinum hits. Trying to change the game. Okay? Hey, you got to be a writer for some of these people out here, okay? Because these folks out here not recognizing. They're not recognizing. They don't know the real deal spill that we putting down each and every day on 1017 The Truth. All and right? <laughs> I was just telling Ben off air how I was feeling a little low because I didn't get to work out this morning. <sighs> Like I usually do. So I was like, uh, so my day kind of been dragging on all day. But that right there, that right there, sent me into the rest of today and maybe even the pump, rest pump, of the week. Pump, 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 pump it, it up. up. Hey. <laughs> Little Joe Button here. Look, Ben, how have you been? It's been a minute. Uh, Did you miss me? What's up? You know what, Bri? It has, has been a minute. I, I can't even lie. It has <laughs> been a minute since we have been on Nothing But The Truth together. But honestly, it's been good. It's been good. It's been amazing. Uh, a lot of different things have been happening in the pop culture atmosphere. Okay? I Whether know. it's talking about Donald Trump and the uh, uh, Insurrection One shoes. Whether we're talking about Wendy Williams and where she is. Don't nobody even know where Wendy's at. I was trying to figure it out. Child. Okay, and then I have been here at Third Street Market Hall, kicking it each and every day, three sixty-five. Right, all right. I think this is about the sixtieth day of the uh, twenty twenty-four year. So yeah, that's where I'm at with it. So how was your weekend? How was your weekend been? You know what, Bree? I can't lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot lie to you. So Truth Nation, look, yeah. I, I, look. Last week when we were, when I talked to you, I was talking about being motivated, how to stay motivated, how to get up and keep going, how to stay uplifted and inspired. Do y'all not know? This weekend, 
I had to sit my ass down. Okay, I had to sit my ass down. All right, I worked so hard last week that when it came uh-huh. to Saturday, I sat down and I ain't do nothing. I, I proclaimed I was gonna do some video editing. I said I was gonna go work out. I said I was gonna cook some food. I ain't do nothing. Ooh. I sat my black ass right on my couch and became a couch potato and watched the new Avatar that dropped on Netflix. That's what I did with my time. Hey Ben, let me tell you, I did the same thing. Of course, yes, I watched yes. Avatar. Me and you are anime fans. Yes, That's yes. what we do. Yes, yes. But I did. I was able to get a little bit of work done but i wish i did do a little bit more couch potato in because mm. I, it's, it's this dragon monday but mm. i did get a lot done over the weekend let me tell you my friend texted me like girl where you at they yeah. were out and about and whatnot and i was like Popping that poontang. <laughs> i was at home eating yogurt and listening to music and yeah. working and i was like oh i'm so boring these days but you know what those are the types of things that get you a little bit further and even taking Truth. a break taking a rest I'm more understanding of that now as I'm, you know, growing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need time to rest. I need time to actually be a couch potato. And there's nothing wrong with that. When I was like two years ago, if yeah. I was sitting down on a Saturday, when I was used to like DJing every weekend and whatever and running from club to club to do whatever uh-huh. and getting paid to do so, I used to get anxiety. Like, why are you just sitting here? There could be money that's made. You got this to do. You got video editing. You got food prep to do. You got this to do. And I would literally cause myself to have so much anxiety for no reason. So much stress. So much stress for nothing. And these days, I be I be kicking it happy at home. Sometimes I be like having mental conversations with my subconscious, I guess. Yeah, that's that Gemini stuff. It, seriously. Uh-huh. And and if somebody interrupts me or a phone call or whatever, I hang up and be like, Hey, what was I just talking about? What was I just thinking about that was so, like, so good, it yeah. had me entertained. Like, mentally just entertained. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel a little crazy sometimes. Well, you should feel a little crazy. <laughs> I think all artists and creatives do have their hint of crazy, right? But that's the stroke of genius. You know, just like you said, honestly, like you said before, had had this had been Ben jamming at the age of 21, Ben jamming at the age of 22, I used to go by this mantra that uh, every day I woke up thinking about success and then I think about death. Yeah. And success was like always at the tip of my tongue. And then death was always like just right, right around the corner for me, right? But I changed that whole analogy. I changed that up as it's I It's a grew. little morbid, right? It, yeah, because <laughs> it's like, come on, success and death, that's all you're thinking of? Like you got to truly live in a moment. And sometimes, like you said before, yeah, when it comes down to being a couch potato, that may just be what you need to think of that brilliant idea. Sometimes you just need to sit down, woosah, taking the moment of you sitting down on that couch, absorbing whatever you want to absorb on Netflix throughout right. the weekend, and thinking of thoughts so you can get the rest of your week done. Like, I honestly, I was listening to... Uh, Listening to this dude on Instagram, and mm-hmm. he goes down to break down a lot of the different uh, Jewish teachings, right? When it comes down to like how they decide to go about their days, mm-hmm. and this kind of popped up because a lot of people are talking about the anti-Semitic language that Kanye West is talking about, whatever, whatever, neither here nor there. Yeah. All right, but I f- started following this gentleman who happens to be a Jewish guy who breaks, uh, who brings up a lot of different uh, again teachings that Jewish people decide to che- teach not only themselves but their culture, and mm-hmm. this is the things that they live by. But one of the most things prominent things that stuck out to me was the fact that what he said is again you know uh god rested god rested on the uh the sixth or seventh day or whatever yeah and so you need to rest as well and that was one of the things that he says that him and his culture actually take seriously so when it comes down to that day of just chilling and resting that's what they decide to do and it actually 
advances my life. Like it actually yeah. helps me out again when it comes down to planning out my days for the for truth be told or nothing but the truth mm-hmm. of Melanie Ricks or whether it's just like, man, you know what, Ben, what do you got to do in your own personal life uh, for your life to be successful for the week? I sit back and chill on one day just so I can't absorb all of that and be like, you know right. what, Ben? take a breather for a moment, man. And what's really important to you? You know, yeah. a lot of times we get to doing things. We, we run into the grocery store, we're running, running into work, we're running to our moms and dads, we're running to our family members. But a mm-hmm. lot of times we forget about what we actually have on our minds to get done and what goals we set for ourselves to get done. And it's one of these things where it's just like, you know, you need to take some time out just to sit back and think for yourself, right. you know, so you can actually uh, obtain the goals and accomplish the goals that you set out for your week. You know, and that's how yeah. I take it. So being a couch potato is not that bad. Right. And it helps you keep sanity. And speaking of sanity, let's talk about Wendy Williams. If you have not heard, there has been a documentary that dropped on Lifetime called Where is Wendy? If you haven't been paying attention to pop culture lately, then you don't know that the biggest pop culture figure as of like <clears throat> the last few decades, Wendy Williams has been missing in action, right? For a while, when her show kind of went off air, they were like, oh, she just needs a break. It went from a break to needing uh, a season off, then from needing a season off to needing a year off. And then from there, we just haven't heard anything after they said we're going to take a year off and regroup. And then um, the other lady, I want to say, I forget what her name is. Not Cheryl Underwood, but uh, she kind of took over for her in that daytime segment and then also jennifer hudson got her daytime segment too so it kind of got broken up to some other people so that's when i knew that wendy williams wasn't coming back in this light right now keep in mind i have not watched the documentary but boy 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 has social media social media has already put it out there what they're talking about in this documentary so before wendy actually went off air she was diagnosed with Graves' disease and another disease that I kind of slips my mind right now, but I could look it up really quickly. She had two diseases that made her have, like, you know, just bodily things that was going on. If you notice, like, her ankles were swollen, her legs and limbs were swollen at some point, and she was on air and she would talk about it. Um, but one of the ones that I remember her saying that she had was Graves' disease. So we knew she had something going on. But it has gotten worse. So now she's being diagnosed with alcoholic dementia. If you don't know what alcoholic dementia is, is dementia brought on by heavily drinking. So also alcoholic dementia can be um, associated with or you also have uh, cirrhosis of the liver. So I wonder they never said anything about that. They never said anything about her liver health in the documentary from what I read so far. But if she has alcoholic dementia and her brain is going, it's nine times out of 10 that she also has cirrhosis of the liver because that heavy drinking. I found one clip that <laughs> Wendy is in the bed and they're asking her, did she did she um drink a bottle of liquor? She said, yes. No, I don't know. Well, what are, what are you talking about? And in that clip, they pull out this whole bottle of liquor that was gone. She sat overnight. And drank that one bottle of vodka. At let me not just say liquor. She drank a whole bottle of vodka by herself in one sitting in the bed at night. And that that question that that begs the question to me and to you guys: who who is around Wendy that cares about her? Like who who wasn't there that night to check on her to be there with her 
as she's going through this alcoholic dementia to stop her from doing certain things. And it's funny enough, when you look at these clips or when you watch this documentary, it seems like there's something wrong with her. You could tell there's something wrong with her, but you cannot tell me that she's not aware in certain moments. <laughs> and social media is going crazy over that because she has these very clear moments where she knows what she wants, knows what she doesn't want, and she just speaks her mind like she used to. But then at the same token, it, you can't get upset at her for the things she say because she has alcoholic dementia. So you question yourself in a sense of, is this true? Is this, is this false? Is this the narrative right now? Is this what she means to say? So for an example, in one of the clips, she's getting her nails done and the nail tech is just trying to put on the base polish. If you know anything about getting your nails done, the base polish just holds the polish whatever color you want on top, right? It kind of gives it a, a longevity of life, right? And this woman asks the nail tech, she said, no, I told you I don't want that. And she said, oh, it's just a base polish. It's, I kind of have to do it if you want this result. She's like, no, are you stupid? And then the nail tech just freezes and looks at her. And then Wendy looks at the camera and says, now she's disgusted with me. <laughs> like, Ben, come on out. Like that... That makes you question whether or not a person has their sanity to them. So in all of this, we've been questioning where's Wendy. But at this point, I think I'm questioning who's around Wendy, who cares about her. And the most important question of all is, do you consider conservative ships to be useful? Are they good? Are they not? Because in the same breath, her sister and her family, who she was beefing with before she before she was diagnosed with alcoholic dementia, she was beefing with them. She wasn't talking to her brother. She wasn't talking to her sister. So that beef kind of led them to be estranged. So now that she has alcoholic dementia, you see the sister in a documentary. You see the brother in a documentary. You see her son. You see, well, you don't see her ex-husband, but he is vocal on social media. He, she, he is he is trying to take over himself. He's offered himself up for conservatorship, although he was the same man who cheated on her and took her money to go and, and use it on the side chick who also has her baby, has his baby. I'm sorry. Crazy. He wanted conservatorship over her money. The audacity of people at times. My goodness. What is uh, conservatorship for people who don't know? So conservatorship is when you take over the finances, the average day care of an adult. And it's because they can't do it for themselves. Another form of like conservatorship is if you may have like a disabled cousin or a child, you take on conservatorship forever for that person because they don't have the capacity to do it themselves. There's long term conservatorship where you notice this person will need it for the rest of their life. There's short term in in. Certain states don't acknowledge short term, but a lot of states do. And short term means like, let's say you have a mental breakdown. You have to go into a 72 hour hold, but there's some type of business that has to be done. That will be granted to your next of like emergency kin that you want to take over for you. For example, it would be like my mom or something like that. Right. Who would take over for me. But um, another person who's been under conservatorship that was very popular is Britney Spears. So her dad and her, her sister, her dad, her mom, all were in on this conservatorship. Recently, they have allowed her to have control over her own finances. 
and let Britney Spears do her own thing. Some people say that she should go back on conservatorship because she's making some funny moves with her own money, but at least she got dictation over her own money. So now Wendy Williams is in conservatorship and there's no family member that I can see that, that looks sane enough or even seems sane enough. Well, when it comes down to Wendy Williams, so you don't mm-hmm. believe that her son or her father, anybody around her can actually help take care of her? Because this is scary. This is this is scary, y'all. I don't know if y'all understand the the gravity of the situation, especially when it comes down to Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is, uh, again, a superstar in media. You know, she's definitely won her awards, won her accolades, but at the same time, this is, some people are calling this a fall from grace. You know, some people would also go on and allude to the fact that this could be some kind of karmatic, uh, karmatic, karmic. <laughs> I feel like it's karmatic, karmic, karmic, karmic. Karmic, I think. Either way it goes, karma's coming back around for Wendy Williams, and I personally mm-hmm. don't, don't, uh, don't agree with that sentiment because this could have happened to anybody. You know, especially mm-hmm. when you have some kind of uh, drug abuse situation. Again, like like you said, Bree, you mm-hmm. sat back and saw this woman at the age of fifty nine years old grab a bottle of vodka. All right, and kill an entire bottle of vodka, okay? And with that being said, look, I told you, I told you, Bree, uh, one of the reasons I decided to even be a cotch potato on Saturday is because Friday night I went out and decided to have four double <laughs> See, shots. See, I wasn't going to, bu- I was not going to bust you out. It's okay. I didn't know if you wanted your business out there like that, but. I, I, I had four double shots of <laughs> some gin, and I'm telling you, okay, I could not, I couldn't take it. I ate pizza, just kind of soak up the liquor and everything, but Wendy Williams on her documentary. All right, decided to kill a whole bottle of vodka to herself. All right, in fact, uh, so much so she has so such a a drug abuse problem when it comes down to alcohol that she made it. Uh, she she made an ultimatum in between her having her son be in her room with her versus uh, a, a bottle of liquor and a hamburger. All right, and she 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 said that she would actually take a hamburger and a bottle of liquor over her son. All right, now this is the Wendy Williams that we know now. You know, the the, the dementia uh, Wendy Williams. And with that being said, Truth Nation, how do you guys feel about conservatorship? Because it seems like to us, not even just to us, but to the courts, that she's not sane enough or there enough to be able to take care of her own finances, which is such a sad thing, especially when you've gained a successful career. You went on, worked hard throughout your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, 60s. All right, and you get there to that point where you're supposed to be able to, uh, quote unquote, retire at the age of 64 and sit back and chill with that big lump sum of, of money that you worked your whole life for. Ultimately, for a court to go and say, you cannot take care of this. You're not responsible enough to take care of this money. How do you feel about conservatorship? 833-212-1017. I think, like, a part of me say, let them have their money, and if they want to piss it away or whatever, they can do that. Like, let them have it. It's theirs to have. They earned it. What What does it matter, right? But I think conservatorship, it just, it just has to be for the people that care about you, really. And they have to deeply care about you. Mm. So Wendy isn't under conservatorship with any of her family members. She actually got an outside uh, conservatorship. The judge did not approve her sister, didn't approve her ex-husband, did not approve her own father because he's older as well. You know, what What can her 97-year-old father really, like, 
do. You know, and or, honestly, Bree, that's kind of like the sad part about it because her father is obviously older than her, but he is taking care of her. And I saw people in the comments saying, like, man, you know, being a parent, your job is never over because you don't really know who your child's going to grow up to be. You can only try to guide them the best way that you can. You can try to keep them away from drugs and things like that. But when a, a person gets into the celebrity limelight, you know, the whole world is their oyster. So whatever they decide to fall into is what they fall into. Thank God her father is still around to be able to take care of her in this, in this uh, dementia-influenced state. But with that being said, Truth Nation, how do y'all truly feel about conservatorship? Should should somebody, anybody out there be able to take hold of your assets and be able to control your wealth that you worked for? Or should it only be your family? And with that being said, Truth Nation, we'll get back to y'all answers on the other side. I am Benjamin. That is just Bree. And this is nothing but the truth. Melanie Ricks. All right. We'll hear from y'all on the other side. Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Eleven for a hoe for the millionth time asking me questions like Wendy Williams harassing me. They get upset when I catch feelings. Can I get a minute to breathe? And in that minute you leave while I'm looking at my row ice spinning on my sleeve. Ugh, nice watch. Do you really have a spot like you said in front of four with them so one block? What you doing in LA with Filipinos and that's It's a tragic thing. It's a tragic thing. It's your fly gal just breathe sitting there for Melanie Ricks who was off on assignment right here in the American Family. Insurance studio right here on 1017 The Truth, and we're talking about nothing but the truth. And we've been asking the question Do you think conservatorships are good or bad? Now, we've seen this with Britney Spears, and there was a whole campaign to free Britney Spears, and she is out here now going crazy with her own money. So now we're talking about Wendy. Do you think she should have a conservatorship? Yes or no? We got Al on the line on a new 1017 The Truth. What's up, Al? Well, I'm going to say if Wendy's son really loves his mother, yes, he shall handle it. But before he do that, it should be hell and chaos all across the family from that messy, no good daddy of his. He should jump on him with a pipe wrench and a hammer because he added to her drinking. The family who, who wasn't talking to Wendy, who's looking for her to die, he needs to tell them right and die, too, because they're waiting to get her money. If you is not going to fight for their health, their happiness in the beginning, don't you dare come running saying you want to look over because you're waiting for them to die. If you're not going to fight for their health and their spirit now, stand back and go to Jesus. So if the son is really for his mother, he should have stepped in in the beginning and said, I'm here because I'm going to fight the devil and I got room for Jesus too when it comes to my mama and anybody else who got a problem with it. Come on with it, boo, because I got something. So if the person got somebody who really loved them and they going to fight for them from death mentally and physically, then I will say step in because the people who claim they love you and close is your biggest enemy. And when you drop dead, they will run through your money, buy them some cheap furniture and a used car that's going to break six months later and still be broke. So if, cause if the person... No, you can fight for them. Yes, I think conservative is good. But if you are a money-hungry Christian, then hell no. Okay, Al. I, every time you call in, it is the best. 
It's the best analogies. And you got a really great point. Now, she was under care for her with her son um, since the diagnosis had started. But at some point, the courts decided that his care wasn't sufficient enough mm. and they removed him. But here's another thing, because I'm trying to play devil advocates in both ways. Right. This young man, the courts brought up his financial spending records of her money. Tell me why he spent over 100 K in Uber Eats. What are you what are you what are you eating? I can't spend 100 K in Uber Eats if I Uber three meals a day. Every day for like a month or maybe, well, for a year, you you would get there in a year. But Uber 100K? Eats, he did it in two months. I can't even do it in two months. What were you eating? How are you eating? Y'all don't need to eat that lavishly in that sense. You could spend 100K on a private chef that will cook for you for a year. And instead, you know, if you're trying to get her back healthy, if you're trying to get her back to a place that she can be sane. But... I don't know if he was the best choice either, though. Good. I really don't. I mean, but I think it goes back down to Al's point, though. You know, the people around her may not have her best interest at heart. Because, you know, even with that being said, like, let's bring this back down to a local level. There mm-hmm. are people who happen to be on hospice right now. Mm-hmm. There are people right now who are in a state where they can't truly take care of themselves and they do have to rely on their family members, whether, whether it may be their mother, their father, their son or daughter. They have to try to to make certain that these people are fit enough to be able to take care of them. And a lot of a lot of times we do see uh, different videos where, you know, a sister may jump on a sister who, uh, again, is disabled. And it's one of these things where it's just like, man, like, who do I actually trust in this in, in this type of state? Because, again, when it comes down to Wendy Williams trying to trust her son, her son went to spend $100,000 worth of her own money. And with that being said, it's like, look, me, me or you, you know, we're just the average the average Joe out here. Right. You know, I'm not even making a hundred grand a year. I, w- I wish I was making a hundred grand a year right now but to spend a hundred grand uh in two months on some food like again like you said before yeah it's insane and what are you guys actually spending that money on is it because you are a celebrity or wendy williams is a celebrity and lives a lavish lifestyle or is it more so because uh wendy williams was the bread maker a bread winner the fact is that the rest of her family isn't financially financially literate enough to be able to take care of all her assets and I guess in from the court standpoint, uh, standpoint of view, that's where they're like, you know what? Maybe we do need to look at a conservatorship idea because mm-hmm. your family cannot actually sustain your 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 wealth that you have. And that brings me to another point because it's like, you know, I don't want to draw any conspiracies around here, but there are <laughs> a lot of times where people do end up in these situations. Like we said this before, Bree. There's a mm-hmm. movie on Netflix right now where a woman le- legitimately made her her bread and butter off a of conservatorship. She yeah. would she would find old people who couldn't take care of themselves. She would find old people who didn't didn't have any families maybe just only had a puppy to take care of right like that was the only thing and then they would go ahead and infiltrate this person's assets and take take uh, ownership over their entire assets and ultimately leave this person with nothing. And that's kind of yeah. where, you know, fans of Wendy Williams and people who have been watching the story, that's kind of where they're at. I personally don't want to see Wendy Williams out here just having a dollar to her name, you know, especially right. with everything she's given, not to only just hip-hop, not only to music, but to overall media and becoming a personality and what it means to be a personality. I feel like she was the front-runner of that. But for her to fall from grace and this is who she has become now, man, like you said before, Bree, it's such a sad story. But yeah. what do we truly do in the case of concern? 
conservative shit because this isn't just through like, oh, hey, I'm just going to assign this to my son or, hey, I'm just going to assign this to my father. No, this goes to the courts. Okay, this goes yeah. to the courts. They the courts need to evaluate. It. Yeah, the courts need to evaluate that this, that this person is sound enough, that this person is sane enough or even even has the best intentions for you. And if you don't have a... A, a solid uh, a solid foundation may it be your family or friends you don't know who to run to and now you have some uh, some joker out here that you don't even know uh, controlling your assets and real quick Bri I want to go to this text really quick because this was this person goes on to say and Truth Nation how do y'all feel about conservatorship make sure that you do text in 833-212-1017 alright I want to know how you feel okay uh, but this person goes on to say look Wendy's niece was right about her not letting friends who get paid as receivers alright and that goes on to say, you know, you may not be able to trust your friends if you have that uh, that much amount of wealth. She goes on to say, look, she has a son, a nephew, and a niece. And this person believes them to be, you know, uh, fully credible and able to take care of it. However, again, like we said before, the courts is like, nah, we not going with that, man. We need to find somebody else to get in her back pocket. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to tell a story. This whole situation and just life in general has got me more questioning, like, who people who you call friends and I think that is ever changing as you get older or as you're as you're changing in life, new workplaces and stuff. Like I had to consider, like, is workplace friends friends or is this, you know, and those are things. I think Wendy had a lot of work friends. I think she had a lot of moochers. I think she had a lot of people did that wanted know, to be around to did, be around. Did she have real friends? Or were these, were these all no. these fake people that were around her? I think she had industry friends. She, I can't see not one friend. And I, it's just, I, I don't even trust the people that's on that documentary. Like, see? none of them even came off as an ounce to me that, she, that they care more than the money. Right. And it's funny, I posted... Over the weekend, Drake's Too Much song, and in that song, he says, money got my whole family going backwards. Like, we're supposed to get the money, move forward, do some things, create some financial generational wealth, and and go from here. It seems like, to me, a lot of her family want to just take, take, take. And then on top of that, you said it about the manager. He was making it seem a little crazy at times where he, in the clips and in the documentaries, trying to force her into into conversations, like you said, right. force her into narratives. And I didn't see it that way at first. I thought he kept trying to get her back on track. But now that you said that, as I think it about the clips that a I, picture. It, it kind of paints a picture. It really does. And, and that, that's why I said it's so scary yet, because I, I was telling my girl this over this weekend, but one thing that I found out about media is, is video editing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like the way you decide to edit a video could either paint somebody as a superhero or paint somebody as a supervillain, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of the clips that we are seeing about Wendy Williams. I'm not saying that uh, that's not her in those videos. However, the sound bites they decide to push out there make you be like, dang, I feel so sorry for Wendy or dang, like she's really this rude. And then from a different standpoint, when you're looking at it from like a humanitarian aspect, when you're at when you're watching people ask her questions again, when uh, her manager decides to ask her, like Wendy you really drunk this whole bottle of vodka you know she literally tells this man F you why would you actually tell this person that if you if you feel in your in your heart that this person has the best intentions for you you wouldn't necessarily say that you'd be like dang but if you're a person who was being you know paraded by the media uh, and painted as somebody who is unfit to take care of their own finances alright 
and your manager happens to be in on it or the people around you happens to be in on it, you kind of help us at that point. And right. a lot of people, again, like I mentioned before, a lot of people may be on oh, hospice or a lot of people may be in one of those uh, one of those uh, uh, nursing homes where somebody needs that you don't even know is supposed to take care of you. However, they don't have the best intentions for you, so they end up uh, uh, screwing you over each and every time. If, they ain't, if, I, if it ain't another new uh, video, I'm watching a, a nurse body slam one of these old people in the, in the retirement homes or if it isn't uh me watching them uh uh not feed uh, not feed the old people how they're supposed to feed them it's yeah. like dang where do you run to you when you actually that helpless and you actually are in a in a spot where nobody can help you your family can't help you your friends can't help you and in wendy's point the media is against you yeah you know just looking for profit yeah the media is definitely against her i think that when you dominate a field for so long and you fall from grace like this, and it's hard to say fall from grace, but it is a fall from grace. It, it, it is severely like it is night and day to who she was. But the media is not on her side. Every every clip looks crazy. But on the other side, I'm going to tell you guys what I think about her alcoholic dementia and some of the comments that she's making. And, of course, we want to hear from you. Let us know how you feel about this conservatorship. Text in, call in. All righty. Catch you on the other side. Don't touch that dial. Nothing but the truth with Melanie Ricks will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. No, that used to be the ish coming on, boy. When I used to stay home from school, the and Wendy Williams used to come on. Even my How granny. How you doing? When I didn't go to school, my granny would have to watch us. Not in high school, obviously, but like, and when I was younger, and that came on, even my granny got all excited. Mm-hmm. It's just like how just recently in for Melanie Ricks, who was off on assignment. I got Ben with me, and we talking That's nothing amazing. but the truth. And our truth today is Wendy Williams. My goodness, she is going through it. So if you haven't heard, Wendy Williams is going through a uh, a health issue and is alcoholic dementia on top of some other diseases that she has, like grave disease. And again, there's this one other one that I, I have to find. But we was talking off air and Kyle said she got that disease where your eyes pop out. I said, Kyle, out of all the things that we got to talk about, What's going on with her? Do we have to mention the eye thing? And I go, when I was younger, people used to make fun of me and used to say I had that because I got big what? eyes. Yeah. Easy. Will your eyes pop out your head, out, yes. out your face? Yes. I make fun of my mama, but that's my mama. But yes. other kids used to make fun of me. I was like, oh, my gosh. Do I look like that? So every every chance that I get, I when I look in the mirror, I be like, let me look from the side. Make sure like, it, it don't uh-huh. look like that. But – Wendy is going through alcoholic dementia. If recently it was a documentary put out on uh, Lifetime and it's called Where's Wendy? And you see all these different people in her life that are discussing her mental illness, discussing her money, discussing her business. And it's all out there for us to see. And 
I just don't think that this was the right move at all. So this was a documentary when she was not diagnosed yet that they were working on in general, right? And they decided to still move forward on it. And I think it shows how much people don't care about her. Because there's no way I ever want to see my mom in this light. And I mean, even she's her helpless. son. She's hopeless. That's what it is. She surely is. And I, I wish that the 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 judges and the courts actually said no to this, but they didn't because it was already rolling. They already had money involved in it. So they necessarily couldn't say no to the production crew being able to go and still film. But this should have been kiboshed by her son, by any anybody should have said no to this because she looks crazy. And like you said, she's clipped up so bad. Clipped up really bad. She tells one of her assistants, then that's another crazy thing. You never know who works for her, who don't work for her. Her niece came in and said, all these people around you that you just leaking money to. So I don't know who this person is, but she tells this girl, you need to get liposuction. I'm tired of looking at you. I said, Jesus, how do you how do you sit there? And like I said before, she also said to the nail tech when she was just doing her job, she said, are you stupid? Didn't look in the camera and said, She's disgusted with me. Like, I, it's hard to tell on which level do Wendy know what she's doing or know what she's like. It's a hard line. And if you've ever worked with people with dementia or somebody, it's hard to know whether or not they, they are sound in the moment, sound of mind, or are they just spilling out whatever comes to mind. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to tell. And shout out to the doctors, the nurses, the CNAs health workers who work with people who have dementia or have any sort of difficult disease, chronic disease, and y'all are fighting with them each and every day. Like we appreciate you because although I'm giving the family a hard time, it must be hard to deal with a family member like that because you're not used to that. You're not a health worker. You're not a CNA. And it's an everyday fight. The manager came in and he said the thing about the bottle and having business to do or whatever. But my question is, why wasn't nobody there with her? Mm-hmm. Y'all know she got an issue. Y'all know she got a problem. She got alcoholic dementia. She obviously can't do certain things for herself. She stays in a bed. They talked. It was a segment that they were talking about where she stays in a bed most of the day. And it's hard for her to walk around. And with one of the, the other diseases that she has, she has to walk around or she gets swollen lymph nodes. She gets swollen legs, ankles, and it's supposed she's supposed lymphedema. to. Lymphedema. Okay, thank you. I she just gets, I just pulled that out of my head, you know. I'm, did you? I'm so smart. No, you didn't. You looked I'm at smart. the computer screen. I'm smart, man. You are smart. Lymphedema. Lymphedema. So it aphasia. Called, okay. Just, you know. just throwing it out there. Thank you, Ben. I kept saying other disease. It made sense. Yeah. So her lymphedema needs her to walk around, needs her to get that water circulating out of her body, out of her system. And she's staying in a bed. And nobody's even mentioning that. None of her family members, I think, actually care about the health of her, but cares about who gets the control over the money. Mm-hmm. And it's depressing because don't it think don't it makes you think for a second, like mortality in a sense? Who I mean, would you have? But but a lot of people are just, you know, like you said, they're just looking for the come up, man. They're just looking for the come up, especially when it comes down to things like life insurance and, and life insurance policies. I, I could only imagine uh, how how big, you know, Wendy Williams life insurance policy is. But I remember and we talked about this before, but there was a woman down in Chicago who uh, she had a, a life insurance policy for worth one hundred thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars. Her son found out about it. And uh, basically decided to mastermind a plan to take her out, which ultimately he did. 
mm-hmm. um, wound up with the whole life insurance policy uh, money or whatever, which was about $100,000. And luckily, you know, the police definitely found out that he decided to murder his mom for the money. Yeah. Well, in a case like Wendy Williams, it's the same exact scenario, especially when, again, you know, when it comes down to her son, her niece, uh, her, her father, you know, everybody around her who really has her best interest at heart. And this is probably why, again, the uh, courts right now are currently thinking about, like, you know what, maybe she truly needs conservatorship. Maybe she needs somebody who isn't affiliated with her family, isn't related to her family whatsoever, but could possibly have her best interest at heart. There are people currently right now that we do know who are elderly, who are suffering from dementia in the uh, in the um, in the nursing homes and things mm-hmm. like that, and they have to rely on nurses to take care of them. And like I said before, you know, I see plenty of videos where you know these nurses are body slamming old people or just tossing them around like a rag doll, you know. <laughs> And these, they get a lot of views on these things, but it's such a sad state to be in because, again, when it comes down to, you know, our, I don't want to just say elderly people, but but the people who, who do carry the most wisdom are getting crapped on each and every day by generations below them. You know, and again, in Wendy's, in Wendy's scenario, she has to rely on somebody or it seems like things aren't going to get done. Man, being the type of thrashing that I would I would take out on everybody in that nursing home, if I found out my mama, my cousin, uncle, brother, it doesn't even matter that mm-hmm. you put your hands on my people. And I saw that video going around the type of <laughs> the type of ass whooping that I will like relink, like put yeah. out there on them. It'd be crazy. And it's funny enough, I've seen it in daycares too. Like people people and other kids who are older in the daycare hurting kids like it's how could you be this type of person you know it's a very very black and white circumstances where you should never ever i don't care how mad they make you you know i don't care if she say you need lipo and you got dragon breath Mm -hmm. you need to it's your job but see, but that's the thing, though. That's the thing, though, Bree. Because I'm gonna head to our text lines right now. Mm-hmm. Our Truth Nation text in eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Truly, how do you feel about conservatorship? Uh, should you know only your family members and friends be able to take care of you, or should it just go to somebody who has no affiliation with them? But uh, this particular talk to texter, what they go on to say about the nursing home incident is: Look, when it comes down to a, a, a Wendy Williams or anybody who may be on hospice or even in a nursing home and their families, they go on to say: Look, I worked in the nursing home for many years and you'd be surprised the families barely ever show up and it's one of these things where it's just like how do you um not not necessarily how do disgusting. you show up but yeah but that's the thing though a lot of people forget about their about their elder who may be in their nursing home and it's left up to the nurses to take care of them again that's why you see so many of them being body slammed but it's like you know, when it comes down to taking care of somebody who has dementia, that could be taxing on anybody. It could be taxing on the family members. It could be taxing on the workers who have to work with this person. Because ultimately, you don't know what this person is saying, if it's true, if it's not, or if this is really how it feels, how they feel. Because somebody with dementia, sometimes they may be a little loopy, just talking whatever, saying whatever out out the side of their neck. But then there's other times when where they are clear and sound mind and they are saying things that actually do make sense. Like, honestly, my grandfather, my grandfather may, uh, may rest his soul, shout out to Houston Rogers, passed away when I was 25. 
All right. But um, with that being said, uh, he had dementia. All right. And mm. sometimes my granddaddy, okay, sometimes my <laughs> granddaddy would cut up. All right. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, Truth Nation. I remember a time my granddad came down and, uh, came down to, uh, into his basement and decided to whoop all of us. All right. Me and all my cousins. All right. Because he had it up to here, I guess. Y'all, de- y'all deserved it. But y'all was disturbing the peace. I- I'm telling you, Bree, we ain't even do nothing, though. We ain't even do nothing. The thing is, he he was hearing things uh, all back from 1942, you know, and I, I'm like, a granddad. No, I'm not. I'm not whoever he was calling me at the time. But hey, he, he whipped out that <laughs> belt so quick, and, and then he told us he, he, he actually, and then he went and got a jumping rope. He got a jumping rope, and he oh, said, he said, you know what? If, if y'all cross this line right here, <laughs> y'all cross this line right here. It's over for all y'all. Okay, and we'll that's scary. Well, well, none of us at that point because we was like, "Nah, we feel best with Granddad." To Granddad from the old school for real. You so be crying. We, we wasn't certain if it was his dementia or if he was being serious. All right, but I did know that I needed my mama to come and get me. All right, mama. You called her right away, mama. Y'all kids deserve it, but also like what Chelsea said. He said Uber eats. That much? That much on Uber Eats? Oh, no. That sounds like that particular month, he must have had purchased some high-end cat and put such under food expenditures. I think so. There's no way. Being there is two months. And then think about it. If, if Even if he paid for high-end cat, what were yeah. you doing for two months with this young lady? I mean, he could have just ordered some yummy bowl. You know, yummy bowl don't cost that much. Oh, yummy bowl is so good. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I... There's nobody in this woman's life to care about her. And that is a tragedy. And to see that play out on our screens. And I want to say this too: everybody that's saying that that is her karma. And that is what she gets for talking about people and being in media and saying this and saying that. That's nasty too. Because just because somebody is, is going to the flow doesn't mean that you got to go to hell. I don't want to believe that nobody life circumstances far as dementia is their karma for doing something that they love and doing it so well that you actually got people who hate you for it. Mm. Uh, There is times where Wendy went OC like growing up that Wendy Williams and Whitney clip was crazy. Was crazy. Wendy let Wendy have it. Okay. Whitney said, girl, what you talking about me for? What you talking about me and my life for? I'm over here winning. I'm eating. You can meet me outside. <laughs> Speaking of meeting me outside, meet me on the other side. It's your fly gal, Just Bree, that's been jamming. And we'll be right back at you right here on 1017 The Truth. Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. And now I'm here, and you're sitting there cold stairs, wishing was here when back then I'd be right there, but I had a little too myself there, cause you never could've. And ever since, I chose to stay true. Say motherfucker, me, no motherfucker, you, you couldn't trust me, I couldn't trust you, but you never should've. And that's right, Ben. We're talking about Wendy Williams and her conservative shit. It is your flag out. Just Bree right here on 1017 The Truth. We got Miss Shaq on the line who wants to chime in on this conversation. What's up, Miss Shaq? You on the new 1017 The Truth. Hey, 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 good comer, Brand. Hey, Truth Nation, I'm trying to get some gas and the machine just not working. But uh, I wanted to chime in on this topic. I thought that it was very important for 
like what Benjamin was saying, Benjamin, I sure wish we were back in those days, man, because Grandpa, you know, was at home. Grandpa felt safe at home. Family was taking care of Grandpa at home. And it was just more copacetic than it is today with uh, our loved ones being cared for in institutions that really disrespect them and does not benefit their health in the long run and their mental. Because I know several uh, older people who are in hot in, in um you know those uh, elderly care homes and that you know is pretty much neglected by family members. It's just really uh, sad that we are at this part where when Benjamin was talking that that reminded me and had me reminiscing of when I grew up and the grandparents were in the home and it was more copacetic I think thank you so much Miss Shaq for that input I think that respect is a big thing I don't think that Wendy's son even respects her I think he respects the money over her and I think the moral of the story is is that you have to before anything happens you have to get these things in order I think that that's severely important, and I hope Wendy Williams get the help that she needs. I hope that the family around her realize that you shouldn't be acting like that towards your family, and money is the root of evil, and you should just figure out a way to find love in your heart to treat her right. Now, uh, you are right, just be, uh With that being said, Truth Nation, all right, if you need some help, it is that time for you to get some help, all right? One call, that's all. One call, that is all is right. Now, now is your chance to be entered into win our one call, that's all $5,000 cash giveaway. Yes, you heard that right. A chance to win $5,000. Call in right now, 833-212-1017, and be calling number six right now. You'll be entered into win $5,000. Remember, if you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, call Hooper Law Offices now. One call, that's all. Be calling number six for your chance to be entered into win this money for the one call that's all 5k giveaway for official contest rules visit 1017thetruth.com call now 833-212-1017 i am benjamin that is just Bree. this is nothing but the truth with melanie ricks don't end up like wendy williams talk to y'all later we out bye like she and her move like she and her move